0: I'm going to apologize to all of our listeners ahead of time because there is no way in hell this this episode does not go off the rails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, as many of you may not know, um, when you're listening to this, I will have just turned 35 years old. And as of about two or three weeks ago, I was medically cleared by three, count them, one, two, three different doctors of an alcohol allergy. It wasn't just alcohol, but alcohol was included in it. Uh, Medical condition that I've had my entire life. So I am not the 40-year-old virgin. I am the 35-year-old sobriety test, as I've been calling myself. (laughs) Um, So, uh, full disclosure, this is not going to be the first night I've been drinking. I decided that it was going to be In the best interests of everybody that, you know, occasionally doctors get it wrong. Not usually three in a row, but occasionally weird odds will happen. Uh, I I kicked back a Budweiser at a wedding. Uh, It was the best case scenario to do it because my parents were already watching my newborn son. And, well, my six-month-old son now. Uh, My wife was capable of driving, and it was free. So I kicked back, and I just had a Budweiser. That was my first alcoholic beverage ever. It was terrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) As I described to many people, it tasted like uh, drinking bug spray. That took me about an hour. So the next time that I drank, which was the second time, and also let's keep in mind I was at a wedding, so I kind of stuffed my face with food. It was in a nice, well-air-conditioned wedding hall. All all the, the good things were lined up, so I was pretty much taken care of. The next day... I went out in the hot 95 degree sun in a swimming pool with an empty stomach and a spiked Arnold Palmer, which is only 5%. It's the same thing as a beer, but I have zero tolerance. And that I could not taste any alcohol on. So, of course, I drank that shit within seven minutes. Like, not a problem. Thinking, I'm alright. And then the heat set in and the alcohol, that delayed effect that I had no idea was really a thing. How how much of the delay it comes um, and how much the empty stomach factor and the dehydration of the heat would kick in. And I had to climb out of the goddamn pool and sit down on a chair and just hope the world would stop spinning. Off of a spiked Arnold Palmer. This is how weak I fucking am. Um, so that was that was the extent of it until yesterday where I had a buddy of mine come over um, who I've known since the day he was born. And... The idea was just we're going to try a bunch of stuff. And I'm not kidding you. We had eight different drinks. We had one Dang. beer, two beers, three beers, a shot of scotch, a- another beer, a Jack and Coke, a rum and Coke, and then another uh, Jack and Coke. And this was in the span between 5 o'clock and 10.30. So about maybe about five and a half hours of just solid drinking. And yeah... Today was an experience. Today was a long Sunday of a lot of bathroom time, some Excedrin, (laughs) sleeping and hugging a pillow, cold showers, things of that nature. And yet here I am again, signed up to try these wonderful drinks that these fine gentlemen joining us this episode have concocted for me on the first ever Art of Cocktails. Now... I have gone out, and they have picked out these these wonderful drinks, and I'll go through them as I start them. I'm going to have to pop on and off of the episode. They're going to fill in when I'm walking to the fridge. Um, but right off the bat, I'm going to say the first drink is an Old Fashioned, chose by Mr. Joe Bevel, joining us yet again. Welcome, Joe. Hey, Joe.
1: Hello. Hey, Joe. Uh,
0: I'm curious to know really quick from you what made you choose this particular cocktail? And um, while we're at it, if everybody wants to kind of get into this in a moment, because after Joe gets done telling me why he chose it, I'm going to go grab the drink from my fridge and start sipping. But I would like to know everybody's first experience with alcohol. There's not a lot of things in our lives that Mm. we remember the firsts of. Like, you know what I mean? Like you do a lot of firsts when you're a kid and, Memories kind of lapse and all that kind of stuff. So we're all kind of old yeah. enough to remember our first drink, I hope. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Joe, I'm just curious. <laughs> what made you choose this particular drink for me? And then uh, if everybody wants to go into their first drinks, feel free.
2: So I went with the old-fashioned just because, like, um, you know, early days of, like, cocktails and making stuff, is it was more like the old style. And then fancier drinks came more into vogue. Okay. And after a while, people were like, you know, I don't want all the, like, frilly, whatever. Give me the old-fashioned just sugar, a little bourbon, and, you know, fruit. The classic. Yeah, it's a classic. And then, like, 70s, 80s, it got more, like, fruity and just, like, people putting, like, all kind of stuff in it. And I think now it's, like, back to, like, let's do it the old-school, simple way. Mm. And so, yeah, it's a good classic to start with. And probably a little easier to drink than just straight bourbon. Right.
0: That's fair. Yeah. All right. uh, You guys can go into your first drinks. I'm sorry I'm going to miss some of it, but I'm going to run and go get the first drink. Go for it.
3: Yeah. uh, Matt, do you want to start off with that?
1: Yeah, I can. Um, So I was raised in like a Christian Lutheran school. So along about like sixth, seventh grade, I was taking communion. So like technically that was probably my (laughs) first. But even prior to that, I went to a confirmation party of an older kid when I was maybe in third or fourth grade and they had one of those fountains where like the top of it was Sprite and the bottom of it was like alcohol. And then the idea is, is it mixes it. Right. I was taking from the wrong part. And I (laughs) like, you've never seen a more hyper silly kid yeah Um, right i remember like me and a few friends went to just go climb up this grassy berm and just roll down like multiple times (laughs) and we just did it all night long just laughing our asses off so that was probably my first one third or fourth grade how about
2: you joe
1: oh man so i don't know how bad this is gonna sound
2: (laughs) uh when i was a kid and like like little kid and my dad would read to me, he would give me Budweiser in a small mason jar with a handle. And in retrospect, it's because I talked a lot as a child, and, uh, you know, it put me to sleep and whatever. Yep. But uh, first, like, a little older and out, I went on a road trip to a concert in, like, Birmingham with, with two friends. Um, Matt Walters, you know the male friend that I'm talking
1: about. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: And um, we, we and took a, yeah, we took a ball of rum and like some other stuff, and we went to the show and drank there. I'm pretty sure underage, and then came back to the hotel and just like raged and like, I don't know, it was just a weird time. There was toothpaste all over the room the next day, <laughs> but um, but it was fun though.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. What about you? Interrupt. How? Um. Yeah. So okay, the old fashioned. This is what I did, and Joe jo just checked me because you were talking about fruitiness. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm. I followed the directions from what I read online, and what I did was I did the sugar cube, I did the the bourbon, which is a Hayes Parker Reserve. I don't know if that means anything to anybody else, Uh, but this is 45% alcohol, uh, 90 proof. Um, And then I've got an orange peel, which I squeezed in, then I lit a match and kind of got the underneath of the orange a little warm. Squeezed it in and then I rubbed it on the side of the glass and dropped the peel in and that's my drink I did not get the cherries that it said it was I wasn't wasting money on cherries I wasn't going to eat um, but going off of what you said about the fruitiness factor I guess ab- Abstaining from the cherry is a-, a step in the right direction. Did I go in the wrong direction by adding the orange peel?
2: No, the orange peel is perfect But what people were trying yeah. of doing now is they would muddle the cherry with the sugar cube and bitters
0: Oh, I also put the bitters in. And I want to say, I don't know what the hell else I can use bitters on, but it smells like Coca-Cola, so I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm going to do, but I know I'm going to use bitters somehow, some other way. I've never uh, yeah, like, smelled or tasted bitters out. before, but that's like a thing now that I'm going to be like yeah. trying to figure out what right. else I can use it on.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's some kind of like smoked meat that calls for that in a rub. Ooh,
0: that would be Absolutely. really good. Yeah. I like that. I think that's part of the reason. So that like, so everyone listening, uh, it's weird for a 35 year old to get so excited about drinking. And most of you listening do not understand the plight. My life has been watching everyone else getting drunk, being jealous and kind of like down talking drunk and then doing a one eighty. The moment I got fucking cleared. Um, it's, it's interesting to me because I, as, and this is a lot of people agreeing with this. If anyone knows me really well, they know how much of a foodie I am. Like, all the whole, like, getting extra with recipes and smoking things and curing shit (laughs) and aging stuff and all that jazz. Um, I'm very interested to play with the idea of pairing drinks with meals, concocting things myself. So, this is very exciting for for me. I just had my first sip of this, the old-fashioned, and I got to say, I do dig it. It's... It's in. It's in it's line nice, with what I like.
1: Yeah, it's a nice drink for sure. Yeah, I was I was psyched when I saw it because like I was old fashioned was on my list too um, for what I usually order. So definitely yeah. a good drink.
0: Um, one of the things that I've noticed is that the first drink is always the hardest, and that sting, that initial sting of bug spray ness that I that's the way I've been <laughs> referring to it.
1: Bug spray. The bug spray
0: flavor is always in the first drink for me. And as I go on into the night, I realize that goes away very easily. And then the flavors of what you're actually drinking start kind of emerging. Now, I'm also curious because, granted, I've had this, you know, I've been doing Jack and Coke mostly. That's mostly been the drink I've been going to. Um, There's a little bit more of a burn to this than there was for other things that I've been having. It might be because it's a little bit more on the uh, it's higher proof than what I'm usually been drinking. And when I say usually, I mean within mm-hmm. the last week. Um, is w- what can you guys tell me about? Because this is basically a four year old asking about alcohol. Everyone listening, so <laughs> judge me as you will. But I'm gonna ask stupid questions. What um what things can you guys tell me about? Expectations like last night, I, I got drunk, admittedly, for the first time in my entire life. Um, so I learned a bit. Um, but I'm curious to know from you guys when it comes to like the art of cocktail, right? What is it like? Things that you guys look for when you're trying out a new drink? You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, oh, I guess yeah, it's coming sure. from recommendations from other people. It's like, hey, man, try this. I gotta, I, yeah. I gotta assume that mostly, most of the time everyone not just you guys but everyone the first thing after someone says that is well what's in it right what do you what are you usually yeah. looking for in that answer to kind of help you along is it how fast you can get drunk or how smooth it's going to taste or fruity or like what what's your kind of criteria yeah. for like curating what you know you'll like and what you won't yeah, uh, when I first
3: started off, like, because I didn't, I didn't drink until I was about 26, and I had no idea what anything was, so I was just kind of, I kind of had fun with it and just shot in the dark, and I was just like, well, that sounds good, you know, like a Zazarac I don't know, I like the name, you know what I mean? And um, I just, you know, it's one of those things where over time I started developing tongues, started to understand, like, what different, different liquor is, all that stuff. But I'd have to say, like the thing that usually attracted my eye was some kind of fruitiness. Like I tended towards fruitiness. Later on, I kind of got into maybe drinking something like an old fashioned, where I understood, like you know, what makes whiskey distinct and interesting as a liquor, right? Um, I like sweetness. I like like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna drink alcohol, generally I try and look for something that's like going to be uh, interesting for my tongue. You know, Um, so that's like, like I love daiquiris. Like Louisiana has a lot of daiquiris. Louisiana being the, being the animal that it is, we have uh, drive-through daiquiri stores. So like, yeah, I know. You can. uh, Told me about this. I remember. Yeah. You can uh, go order, you know, a daiquiri at a drive-through, and so long as you have like a piece of tape over the lid and your straw isn't open, you can transport it. Live yourself back home, Uh, you know, in case you get pulled over by the cops on the way. uh, They're going to if they get any suspicion that you have, like, you know, alcohol on you, they're going to check and see. uh, Check that tape. Basically, (laughs) it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing uh, about Louisiana. But is that a COVID thing?
0: the drive through daiquiris or is that just always? No,
3: that's a Louisiana thing that's always been around. Always been something that people kind of shake their head at who aren't into alcohol. But I mean, if you like alcoholics, you know, Icy's, basically. <laughs> you know, that's basically what they are. Uh it's a it's a good time. Um highly recommend. It. But anyway, um going back to our original <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> It burns, man. <laughs> that fucking burns, and I've been I've been drinking well, you know what, to be honest with you, I have not been doing straight like bourbon or whiskey or anything like that it's always been kind of watered down with coke zero um vanilla coke stuff like that so doing it with the sugar cube the bitters and the orange peel the toasted orange peel that's that's about as straight as i've gotten with drinking like a hard alcohol you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i guess i i'm still accustomed right now forgive me (laughs)
1: <laughs> it was just the best face ever I'm not trying to make yourself contact
0: No, 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 it's fine it, uh, We should probably mention this is probably one of the better Episodes to watch on our YouTube page As opposed to listening to the podcast But who knows By the end of this episode I might just be so sloshed That it'll be easier to not have any context As to what's going on um, But yeah That burns it, it, it's, it burns for that hot second And then it goes away Um, do any of you other uh, else want to weigh in on, uh, you know, what goes into how you kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess I was using curate, like how, like what kind of drinks you want to try, what kind of drinks that you know that you'll
1: like. Yeah, I think you were right. A lot of the time it's like somebody you're with gets something that looks interesting and then, you know, you ask what's in it because ingredients are important. There, you know, certain ingredients you lean toward or. Go for certain liquors, you know, kind of like Rainwater was saying. But then, too, I tend to be kind of adventurous. Like, if I see something that uh, is kind of unique, I guess, because there's a local place here, they have a drink called the Zug Island, which is named after like an area off the coast of Michigan. And basically, I was interested because Zug Island is kind of an industrialized garbage heap area. <laughs> um, so I'm like, what's this drink going to taste like? Uh, but it's kind of unique because I can't remember everything that's in it, but the signature of it is a dried bay leaf floating in the drink. Oh. And it. Really makes it taste unique in a great way. Um, yeah. it's, every time I go there, that's, there's no question what I'm getting. I'm getting a Zug Island from there. Oh hell yeah. Just you got to make sure you don't eat the bay leaf because you'll die.
0: Uh, <laughs> I once did that when I was making a pot of spaghetti sauce. I was like, oh, I'm going to get fancy. And I took the bay leaf, which you're supposed to stick in the spaghetti sauce while it simmers and then pull it out before you serve. And this was right. before I knew that you're not supposed to consume it. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to like put it into my blender, blend it up into tiny ass pieces and sprinkle it into the <laughs> sauce for better flavor. That did not go well. Oh. I would not recommend doing that to up the flavor profile of your sauce. Um, know your ingredients <laughs> before to know. you use them. Um,
1: we live and learn, right? Yeah. So that,
0: that kind of leads right. me to another question about cocktails for you guys is... Um, mm. Do you guys have you guys ever tried to like make your own cocktail is that ever anything that's been uh, like appealing to you oh jokers shaking his head I'm here I'm I'm listening to this go for it
1: I mean I play around with stuff but like the the whole thing with drinking is if you were to invent something you think is the bee's knees and then you go online and put all of those ingredients in I guarantee you somebody's already done it and named it something else hmm. yeah. that's kind of just the way it is. Um but, but the
0: ratio you, factor might be different though, right? Doesn't that play a part in it?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean it it's a matter of how mixologist you want to get about it. Um there's a YouTube channel I really like called How to Drink. Um Okay. This guy he he makes cocktails from like video games and TV shows the way that he thinks that they should be. Okay. Uh um, so it's a pretty funny it's a pretty fun uh channel. And um, pretty funny as well. But yeah, um, I would say the most interesting cocktail I'd ever heard a friend come up with was called Sun Crusher. Okay. And I was like, well, that sounds intense. And we were at like a New Year's Eve party and he had, I'm going to you know, leave his name off because I'm about to mention something to get him into trouble. Sure. He um, <laughs> smuggled some... Everclear, like some really good, like smooth, like tastes like water, there's no burn, no nothing, but it's like yep. double the proof of the highest alcohol content. Is that so like it's like lethal or lethal. something? Yeah, because you can't taste it. You can poison people with this. Oh, okay. You That's news to can me. Put, it in and put it in And like you can get Everclear now, just you know, it's not like a big secret thing, but this was like a special type. Okay. And so he brought this and he's like, oh, yeah, sun crushers. He's like, you put in Everclear and he puts like a quarter of a glass in. I'm like, well, this is going to be interesting. And then um, sun kissed orange soda and cherry Kool Aid. But you put the cherry Kool Aid in first. And then when you pour the Everclear in, it's so strong it stirs the Kool Aid. And then you put the sun kissed in, which stirs it further. And it's a neon red orange. And I went oh. back about eight in one night, Wow. like before the ball. Went. And I was silly. Sounds like a good one. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that's the other thing that I'm I'm learning about, which I did not really. I mean, I got it the first time I started really the, the Arnold Palmer and the pool story. But the delayed impact of the alcohol taking effect is something I'm still kind of wrapping my head around. Because you can have one or two and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm fine. Like you drank them too quick and then like, oh, pour another glass. And then you do and then you need to sit down immediately and you're like, well, I poured this. I got to finish this. And then the next thing you know, you're way over the legal limit, the kind of jazz. And that's where I was last night. So uh, that's what I'm kind of curious about because this is like the art of cocktails. So the, the real question is. When, when someone's making a cocktail, do you ever try to tweak it to your tastes? Like when you're going for, do I want to get drunk? Fa-? Like I'm, I'm sure most of the time it calls for the situation. Like if you're just looking to get drunk, you're just probably just like, hey, just give it to me straight up. Um, and then other yep. times, like I'm assuming the social situation, you kind of want to nurse, right? And take your time because not only do you not want to oh, yeah. get wasted right away, but I'm sure I, this is a lesson I'm about to learn. The next time I go out to a bar, which is that alcohol is really fucking expensive um, when mm-hmm. you're not doing it at home. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to educate me on in regards <laughs> to that? Uh, in terms of, wait, so
3: was the first, uh, okay, I think alcohol is starting to hit me. First of all. <laughs> Rainwater was pre-gaming.
0: Yeah, that was.
3: (laughs) I was I I I was drinking last night too because I've been hanging out with some friends from out of town who came to visit. Uh, So I'm. Just an aside, if you're into beer, I highly recommend Dragon's Milk. I tried that last night, and it's. It's good. It's it's, um. It's what's called I guess you'd call it a stout. So that means it's like a darker beer. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't. Fully no, I'm not like uh, I'm not a beer a beer engineer. I don't know enough about like, you know how you have India Pale Ale, Stout, Lager, all that stuff. But it it's a darker beer that means it's you know higher caloric intake, which means it tends to be more sweet. It's like towards the sweeter profile. And uh, I have to say, I it's the first time I've ever drank something where I'm like, this is a dessert beer. I didn't think these existed like
2: interesting yeah.
1: oh on the topic of dessert beers there's michigan is kind of spoiled with amazing breweries i'm not saying other states aren't i'm just saying we mm. definitely are yeah and, and like there's a place called founders and they are shipped nationwide you can find founders and they have one called rubius it's r-u-b-a-e-u-s and it okay. if you want to talk about dessert beer it is ruby red and it is like, I believe it's like raspberry flavored. Ooh! And it's like it's more raspberry than beer, but it's like a pretty high alcohol content for like something desserty. Um, and I also recommend Bell's, which is also a nationwide Michigan product.
3: This is hilarious. We're talking about cocktails, and we got off the track oh. already. We're talking about beers. <laughs> beers. Yeah.
1: Beers. Like
2: said, Founders and Bell's are two of my favorite breweries too. They're bomb. Yeah. Yeah,
3: belly-on is great. <laughs> okay. Uh, but going back to your original <laughs> question, Jow. Yeah. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Um, no, it was something yeah. about um, – you were asking about – something about cocktails.
0: I was asking <laughs> – I think I would, no, I was asking about um, if you tweak based on situation – um, if there's yes. anything, any information Thank you guys you. wanted to advise me about how to handle ordering out in terms of how to manage stuff when I'm ordering out, if that makes sense. I like, would
3: say, Oh, go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry.
1: Do you yeah. want
0: to okay. We're gonna be no, go, go. stepping all over each other in this? So just talk.
1: <laughs> it's fine. Right, let's go. <laughs> so I would say like when I'm at like a social situation or like a party, something like that, where you want to like not embarrass yourself. Which I did embarrass myself at a birthday party of my own once, which is not good. Um, But what I like to do is start off with, like, one or two stronger drinks or, like, a stronger drink and some shots. So you start strong, and then when you start to feel it, then you start drinking, like, cheap shitty beers to just coast. (laughs) It's like getting the early lead in Mario Kart and then keeping (laughs) that lead by, like, staring (laughs) stuff behind you.
0: Well, I noticed this. Oh, go ahead, Rainwater. Go ahead. I
3: was going to ask... Is is that related to the old uh, rhyme of like liquor before beer, you're in the clear; beer before liquor, get drunk quicker,
2: or Mm -hmm. never been sicker?
1: Never been sick. Never been sicker. Is Is that what it is? And that's an important distinction. Yeah, yeah. Because, and I'll tell. I'll go ahead and tell the story while I'm on the subject of embarrassing myself at a birthday party. My better half threw a surprise X Men themed birthday party for me at our.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: And she made, yeah, she made like foam, like little character masquerade masks of all the X Men, which was really badass. And she had a blue and a red drink that she had made, speaking of making cocktails, but they were super duper sweet. Like we're talking like Kool Aid level. And it was like really hot out. And I was really excited. And a bunch of friends were there. So I'm just firing these things back. And, like, I'm just sitting there talking to people, and all of a sudden it was just, like, like, just all over myself. And I just had to get, like, taken into my own house, and I slept in the bathroom, and people came to say goodbye to me at my own birthday in my bathroom. <laughs> wow. So,
0: well, careful. I was I yeah, was right. proclaimed as a champ last night. P- many people were impressed of the fact that I had eight drinks, and this is kind of like the first time that I started drinking, and that I did not puke, I did not like I handled the liquor well. and then they chalked it up yeah. to a, a, a strong ass 35 year old liver that really didn't have to deal yeah. with shit until now. Um, to which I got shit for that, which I don't blame my liver. like that's not that's not cool. My liver's fine. Uh, <laughs> I don't see why that's fair. <laughs> Um, I don't blow my liver. Um, but here's, okay, so uh, let's talk about this for a little bit because I noticed last night, number one, I do start to notice when I'm starting to get drunk. Um, the the weirdest thing about it is, in my mind, my brain is observing everything real time. Like, it's actually, like, I'm I'm perceiving everything as it happens. But for some reason, the, the delayed motor skills is, like, on a seven-second delay. So that's when I started realizing that's that's what fucks with you. So you understand everything that's going on, but somehow your brain is not operating on the same level as your percept or your response is not operating on the same level as your perception. Does anybody else agree with that kind of observation of when you're drunk or am I just not understanding correctly?
2: No, I Um, think that's a go ahead, Joe. I would say that's accurate, but I would also add that, like, it's also, like, your normal self has these, like, locks on it. And probably, like, the further you get into it, the more they start unclipping. Yeah. And there's a, there's a range where, like, oh, a little bit more, you know, uninhibited. So, like, maybe talking a little more and, like, feeling more comfortable. And then it goes into, like, maybe now I'm being a weirdo and an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've hit
0: that yet. I think I've hit – last yeah. night I hit Ugly Cry. Where it was like talking about stuff because I was talking to people about my son and like mm. that kind of stuff. Like I like I sounded like a twelve year old going through puberty. Um, like it just it you know what I mean. Like I got choked up about it, but I never got into the depressed stage or anything like that. But I will say when I hit peak, when I hit the point oh nine, there was a moment where I realized and I cut myself off. That was like I yep. like I was I was conscious enough to say. I was in the middle of a, of a Jack and Coke, and I said to myself, when I started it, I'm like, this is my second to last drink. And then halfway through it, I was like, no, this is it. I'm done. And I didn't even finish that one. And after that had happened, I was like, okay, I'm done. I want to sober up. And then as like an hour or two went by, it it reversed back into that my brain was functioning in real time. But I was frustrated that the fact that my body was still, like, slumbering all over the place, back whacking into shit, and... You know what I mean? Like, I could... I would stand up to turn, and I would twist. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just... It became frustrating, so... I'm curious to know more about the... Joker, you were talking about the cruising down by starting harder, and then when you go with the cheap shit, it... it, Does that make... Because I was told that coming down off the drunk is the worst part. That's why most people will like get like blackout drunk to, because I just prefer to like sleep through that part and not even have to experience it. But the coming down part, I'm curious to know if you guys have any insight on how to handle that, but, but let me go and get my horse neck and try that. Cause I don't think we should do this episode for yeah. four hours. So somebody, <laughs> somebody else weigh in. And then when I get back, yeah. Joker can give his two cents and talk about why he chose the horse neck for me. So I'll be right back. Okay.
3: All right. Um so going on Jale's question. Uh my first response in terms of what I was thinking about and this is kind of based on experiences with other substances not just alcohol <laughs> in regards to the come down, right? <laughs> uh it was interesting what Jale was saying about come down is always kind of the worst part. <laughs> and I would say that's probably applicable to about any <laughs> intoxicant most yeah. of the time, uh, including even caffeine. Um
2: yep. When so like, <laughs> go ahead, Joe. When you start twitching at the end of it. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah.
3: I've been coming to this realization that like caffeine for me is like kind of a bad drug, in yeah. that, uh, you know, like you maintain so much focus at the beginning, and then when you come towards the end of it, it's like suddenly your brain's trying to switch back to its normal mode, and it's like, it's like incompatible for a little bit and you start cranky because you're not focused in the same way you start feeling like uh like you need to if, if you haven't eaten like that also amplifies the crankiness right yeah um so i think that might be something similar that's going on like well you know when drinking alcohol where it's like when you're switching between states of consciousness basically that is always kind of upsetting for for the human brain, like it's just uh it's not a it's not a fun point to be in. But Joe or Joe or Matt, do y'all have any other thoughts in regards to that?
1: So I was off getting an ice cube, so I yeah. apologize if I'm gonna repeat anything.
3: Oh no, I was just uh, I TLDR. Sure. TLDR. I'll just say that my main thesis was that if you're the main reason why the come down is so hard, and not just for alcohol, but for just about any substance is because it's that it's that shift from one stable state of consciousness to another stable state of consciousness and the brain doesn't like changes it doesn't like the change part that part is like it's a lot of uncertainty it's a lot of instability you don't know what's going to happen next and then once you finally plateau into that next state you can you know get used to it and resettle yourself
1: so anyway uh
3: any thoughts in regards to that
1: so I had something, but I feel like Joe has barely talked. So I really kind of want to yield the floor to him. Uh, I was going to say on that, too, on the changing states,
2: is don't mm-hmm. fight it and it'll probably go better. Yep. Like see, even- yeah, I was
0: trying to rush. That was what it is. I, like, yeah. I got to the pe- point of peak drunkness, and I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, I want to go back no. to being normal now. And I think that's what yep. it was. I got frustrated with it. it was taking its time coming down. That, see, yeah. like, that's something. That's the kind of shit I learned from shrooms
3: where it's like, there's nothing you can do to fight it. Like, you're there. You're there until it's done. We'll see. But then, the ride. I was,
0: like, drinking a lot of water. I was trying to hydrate just to piss it out. And, like, yeah. I was thinking that would work, and then it just made me piss. Like, that was that was the end of it. It didn't really well, did affect you, did you, the uh, <laughs> mental state all that much. I
3: didn't you I had given you probably illegitimate bro science about, like, well, if you just drink a lot of water, you'll piss it out and metabolize it faster. That's,
0: well, that's the the thing that I've been trying to do. I mean, my dad gave me bro science before I even started this. He was like, if you don't want to hang over, take two Excedrin and a whole bottle of water right before you go to bed, and you won't wake up with yep. a headache. And I did that last night, and I did not wake up with a headache. The problem was I only got, like, three hours of sleep because it was shit, but... That, that, that was the only so, thing that sucked about today the most was the lack
2: of sleep. It's a dehydration, know? though. Yeah. That's really what, like, a hangover, I mean, besides, like, the poison in your stomach and all this other stuff, like, the dehydration is most of the bad symptoms, you know? Yeah. So, like, water, like, potassium.
0: Potassium. Oh, potassium. oh is, that yeah. why, is that why Is that Ant-Man is asking for, like, orange peels in Civil War or something? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? He gets, like, a headache, and he's talking about orange peels. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Never mind.
1: No. No, I don't remember that part. Mm-mm. I mean, the only I would- thing I think I would add is, like, again, when I'm out at, like, a party-type scenario, I'll have that first strong drink, then I'll finish a glass of water, then maybe the shot, then a glass of water, and then, like, as long as there's water between each one, that's my bro science, and it's never failed me.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a really good suggestion for sure. Um, um while well, so wait, while I'm drinking, uh, Joker, can you tell me why you why you chose the horse neck, which is delicious, by the way. Um, the, the lemon nice. peel adds a lot to it. I'm digging the lemon peel.
1: Yeah, um, I had oranges. I didn't have lemons, but oh, you know,
0: it, it, the recipe said lemons. That's what I went with. And I'm sorry, I didn't. No, have no, burgers. I'm not. That's probably
3: that was probably the that's probably on me because I sent Jowl the recipe for the horse's neck going on No, no, no. You, you guys are right
1: with the lemons. You're you're all oh, set. Is it? just saying is it? I didn't okay. have the requisite lemons, so I just kind of said fuck it. Oh, okay, I got so you,
0: you amended it. That's interesting.
1: I did. That I did. I just got some uh Verners and some uh some 90 proof bourbon so in So what's mine. the
0: difference because me and Joker had a slight uh side discussion this week before about the Verner, what's the the difference between that and what I have, which is, forgive me, because I'm sure this is blasphemy, but I have Canada Dry zero sugar. And I got the zero cow shit because it's good. But I'm just oh, curious, that's fine. Uh, what what, Canada what, Dry what makes is fine. the Verner's the distinguishable factor for the the horse neck?
1: Canada Dry is a ginger ale in the most like traditional sense, and I I love Canada Dry, but. Verners is for for the uninitiated. Verners is like a local Michigan thing, and the whole you know the the platitude is when you're sick you don't take medicine you get Verners, hmm. like you just take Verners and then it'll make you feel better.
0: That's what people um, would do with Canada of the dry around here. That's what my mom used to do when I was a kid. It's the same thing. And Verners
1: is a it's a barrel aged ginger soda. Okay. So it's a more it's more amber in hue, and it's a bit mm. like a bit stronger. It's not the same as a ginger beer, which is probably the strongest. Yeah. But it's a nice, it's a nice between of like yeah. a ginger beer and a cream soda. Mm. And so it really complements like the sugariness of the bourbon. That sounds really good. I'm going to check it out.
3: I love ginger beer. Uh, that's yeah. one of my favorite things to mix with whiskey. And, and like, ginger here's beer.
1: Verners for for everyone.
0: I Googled it. There's a Target in New Jersey that sells it, but I wasn't traveling for three hours to go get a <laughs> bottle of ginger ale. I'm sorry. I yeah. contemplated uh-huh. it because, you know, I don't have shit to do these days other than, you know, take care of a kid. But, you know, he could just chill in the back seat while I drive. It's not that end, the end of the world. But come on, anyway. Nick, we're
1: going for pop. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Joe says, come on, Nick, we're going for pop. Or yeah. soda,
0: I guess. Soda. take us back to the college argument of soda versus pop. <laughs> um so okay here's a question here's a question because i had asked this to somebody and they didn't bother to e- email me back and respond but they had said that there's a difference between liquor with an or and liquor with an er does anybody know what they're talking about and can they explain that to me do they mean liqueur? Yeah.
1: maybe yeah with the e, it's e-u-r maybe yeah At the end, maybe- what's the
0: difference that's what I'm trying to figure out. I, I could probably Google it, but I'd rather ask you guys.
1: <laughs> so a, a liqueur, in my experience, is like a, a very strongly flavored alcoholic additive to a drink. Um, Comes in like a cherry or a raspberry, and you have like lambic sometimes. So those
0: are like the mixers, uh, like the fruity mixer stuff yeah. that I've seen. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. And they're generally kind of strong, but like, you know, you add them for flavor and the alcohol, Aspect of it, so there is alcohol I mean, I'm, in them.
2: Okay, it's not just a mixer. Yeah. Okay.
0: In my, you mind,
1: can yourself too.
0: What?
2: Huh? You can make them yourself. Like if you have um, yes. like high proof clear something, and like say you soak like like cherries or cocoa nibs or something like that in it, then you would have the ah. using.
0: Exactly. Did Joker? Yeah. Did you answer why you chose a horse neck for me? I don't remember.
1: <laughs> no because we got off on verner's for a second um so <laughs> the horse's neck is something that i've i've really mainly heard of locally but i mean granted i don't live everywhere so i don't know how, my, how googling, it's my
0: googling said that it was a michigan-based drink like that like it that's where it came from
1: and that is that's largely why i chose it because that was my understanding is you know i'm if I can't send you some bells or some founders or some Verners, I'll at least do a horse's neck for my drink. So, Keeping and it, uh, it was introduced to me by a friend of mine who was a movie reviewer at one of the places I used to work, and like we were, we would often go over there for like horror movie gore fests, and horse's neck was kind of the drink of choice for for those nights. So, because okay. nice. I mean, it's easy to put together and it it tastes good it does get you fucked good.
0: up i like it I, so far <laughs> we're two for two for the drinks that i like i think um nice. right now they're about even the the old-fashioned was a little bit harder to drink because i'm so i'm i'm basic um i'm i'm just i'm a beginner level novice that's the word i'm looking for um <laughs> but um but i did like it i like the sugar cube aspect i like the orange peel I don't know if the cherry adds something, but I don't really care. I don't care for cherries. I do like oranges. But so far, oranges and lemon peels. And on deck, we have rainwaters, which I'm going to get to in a couple minutes. But I want to try and drink sure. more of the horse neck first. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh, did we all talk about our first alcohol? I remember hearing Joe's story. Um, I I don't remember hearing Joker.
1: So, I'll recap. Sure. Um. So,
3: <laughs> previously so, on Midnight at the Spaghetti Factory. <laughs>
1: exactly.
3: Twenty drone. minutes ago on Midnight at the Spaghetti Factory. <laughs> just,
0: I should probably just rewind and listen to it. Then you don't have to go into it. But all right. So okay. Um, that works I, for me. I'm 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 just trying to ask questions from for you guys to because it's the
1: art of cocktails.
0: Um, what do you think really goes into? One thing I will
1: throw in. I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead. No, go for it. Uh, I'm just making shit up to ask questions because I'm I've lost the handle right now. I'm so sorry, Joe. I think you're embarrassed for me. It looks like you might be. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. I'm okay. I'm really okay. As long as I, the the problem is going to be getting up to get rainwater's drink and getting back into my office. Oh no! Over over the 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 light cords and the camera cords and stuff because that's gonna I might trip. Um, and, or I spill the but drink, I mean, and I don't want to do that because I just got new shot glasses or a drink. Gla- I don't know what the fuck the scotch glasses. What are they called? Um, eyeballs. I don't want to break. I don't know what the fuck is this called. The glass. Oh, this is like a highball. That's you know a that highball. Is? That's a highball. Okay. Well, let break it's it. Pretty it's close. nice. It's nice. Um. So yeah, talk about what we. I don't know.
1: So I was gonna throw some in. the rails, in. go. Um,
0: Somebody else take the lead. I'm so what I'm, fucking... <laughs> what I...
1: <laughs> I think Joker's got it. Please, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Please. Just... So I'm gonna drink. That's what I'm here for today.
1: You drink your drink. And uh, <laughs> so okay. what I was gonna throw in is, you know, as far as something being harder or burnier than the other thing. I mean, you can make a horse's neck, it's all on how you do the ratio. You could put in a splash of burners for flavor and do mostly bourbon, mm. which I'm known to do from time to time when I really want it to be effective. Um, or if, you know, if it's kind of a light evening and you just want to take the edge off, do, you know, 75, a, 25 a of burners to, you oh, know, it's, it's just your measures.
0: I have a question. This could spur a discussion. Right. Because there may be agreement or there might be disagreement, and that'll be the fun of okay. the discussion. I am trying to understand the decorum of drinking alone. So what I've been told, okay. I've been told mixed things. I've been told that you probably shouldn't drink alone, and that's like a sign of being an alcoholic. Other people have told me it's okay to have like a drink Like by yourself, it's not the end of the world. It's not, you know. People come home from work and they have like a glass of wine every day. Wine's something I haven't done yet at all. Um, But then other people are like, it's it's the real, the real, the real crime is getting drunk by yourself. Like that is the, that's where the line is. Like if you cross, if you get drunk by yourself, there's something, there's a problem. I'm curious to know what you guys think. What, what's the social decorum? On drinking by yourself drinking with others like what what should i know about that because i don't really have a lot of people around here to go drinking with um you know every this is my problem is uh, i'm the guy who showed up late to the cruise and the boat took off and 15 (laughs) years later the boat came back and i'm at the edge of the dock going guys i'm ready to party and everybody else is like fuck you i gotta go to work tomorrow like so I, yeah. I, I'm in a different situation. So I'm trying to figure out what the, the social decorum is and what you guys think the the right way to handle my journey going, you know, just tasting stuff, trying stuff, etc. What would you recommend I do as someone just starting now at the ripe age of 35, halfway through my life, if I do it right?
2: Oh, Joe, take it. Man, I have a lot on that. I was. Go for it. <laughs> first, I was. Would- So it's one thing to, like, say you're having, like, a nice glass of wine with dinner that pairs with it, and then you're done for the night. But, yeah, like, getting drunk alone is probably a really bad sign. And something I would look out for, too, is, like, if you find yourself in a situation where you're like, it's 11 at night and I want to drink, but I don't have any mixers. Let me put some instant coffee with this gin and go (laughs) for it. That's just, that's something I just heard, like, last week. Wow. That's not good. You know, yeah. or even, like, myself, like, I drank some Aperol with, like, sparkling water one night, and I was like, oh, this is, I should just fucking go to bed. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well,
0: is like, that something, so... though, like, because here's the other thing, and I tried, I, I tried to explain this to my wife, and I was probably drunk when I did it, and it didn't make sense. This was probably bro science that I was just making up in my head, but... I drink a lot of caffeine, despite having given it up at one point. And it was the hardest shit to do was to give it up. Yeah. Um, the, the headaches there were worse than any fucking hangover I think anyone could have. But um, I drink a lot of caffeine, which like gets me up. And I've, I understand alcohol is a downer. So I tried to explain to my wife, like, I had a lot of soda today. I should probably drink a little to kind of level that out and kind of not be so jittery. That's not how the science works, I guess. Or was I right no. about that? Cause I was trying to put myself to sleep and uh, she got upset with me and I'm trying to figure out who was right. So litigate
2: court. She's right. She's right.
1: Yeah. What it, else? I'd there? say I'm side with your wife on this one. Cause <laughs> I mean, she's, she's looking out for what's best for you. I would say. Yeah. Um, I think using substances to be up or down with any regularity is a slippery slope. Okay. Yeah, it is in- for sure.
0: Okay. For sure.
1: I, I was trying to that.
0: hack it. I was trying to like program the code in my mind where it's like, Hey, there's a lot going on. Let's all chill out. And I thought that's how it would work. And then I could just kind of lay back in bed. Cause I will admit after a couple of drinks, I do know. I know what it means to feel buzzed now. Like that, it's a cooling sensation, a very relaxing sit Like I've never felt. I'm very high strung. I'm, I, you know, stick up my ass or however you want to describe it. Um, so to have a couple of drinks is nice because it feels like I can actually like let my shoulders drop. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm I mean, still, I'll... I don't want to go crazy, but rainwater talk i was just gonna say
3: um i will say that sorry let me spit that ice out of my mouth um
0: <laughs> i will say is so that <laughs> sorry
3: i will say that there is something to be said for you know if you find yourself in a position here's what i would say if i ever do have a drink alone it's because like i'm a i'm like taking myself out on a date i'm gonna have a nice meal i'm gonna watch a really good movie I'm going to fix a really nice drink and I might get a little tipsy, but I don't plan on going anywhere. And it's going to be like, this is my night. You know what I mean? Like do it set up. This goes back to set and setting, which is the old psychedelic, um, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, mantra. You need to set it up such in such a way that you're not just like, you're not just doing behaviors that are habitual. But behaviors that are ritual, that's a little different. If you make a ritual out of it where it's like, I'm setting a time on my calendar. I'm not doing this every day. I'm not doing the spur of the moment. It's, you know, when I say, you know, hey, I have something to celebrate. That makes sense. Alcohol, you know, in our society is established on a lot of levels as like a celebratory drug. We drink it when we want to. You know, commence anniversaries, weddings,
0: what, uh, graduations, what is stuff like that. Can I? This is a weird question, but I yeah, feel like we've talked about drugs on the show before, and I don't know uh, everybody's stances on stuff, but what is the deal? There seems to be because I notice a lot when people are trying to rally the cause for legalizing weed, they have a mm-hmm. propensity to down talk or like shit on drinking. Like, uh, what, what, mm-hmm. what's the deal with that? I don't understand why. Like, why are they trying to negate something else in order to prop their cause up? Is that... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to understand that. Not that I'm in any any state of mind to s- understand stuff right now, but I'm just curious to know if you guys have opinions on that. While you're talking, I'm well, going to go I mean, get the White Russian. Well, it will White be Russian. recorded for you to review it later. That's what's going to happen. i got to edit it. Someone's yeah. got to edit it. And, you know. and then... Um, but I'll be right back. White I,
1: Russian. I would say... Oh. This is something you t- wanted to hear, so I'm I'm not going like, <laughs> to I'm with headphones off. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> uh, bye Joe, bye drunk Joe.
3: Joe, you had mentioned earlier in the podcast about in terms of making liqueurs, have you made liqueurs yourself? Like have no. you done that from
2: no, but so uh, my older roommate was he bartended sometimes and he was really into doing that so I learned a lot just like watching him have like, experiments like some kind of chemist in our house. And um he did something with like uh jal- like peppers from the garden and like all kind of different stuff. I think even pineapple too.
3: Okay, cool. Yeah, nice. Um so nice we you. didn't we didn't plan for this moment and so I'm just going to yeah. go back to our original logic of you ride the moment right yeah and uh, as Jao comes back in that do you want to pick up what we were originally <laughs> talking about which was yeah. a question i cannot quite remember but i hope you do
1: yeah i hope i do too um <laughs> what are so... we remembering yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember the question you asked before you took off your headphones and walked away before you're, I can answer You're not gonna ask me pot-
0: to ask it again because I don't know what it was Why
2: do potheads shit on alcohol? It's a up? Oh, yeah. 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 Thank you. Joe.
0: Got it Joe. Damn Joe. You need to drink more <laughs> so, <laughs> no,
1: I'm actually trying to stop now. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, this is my first drink in like weeks maybe months. Oh nice. Um, so I would say alcohol is a poison literally um, weed is an herb that produces an effect and it's not necessarily a poison and I would direct you to a very funny and informative movie called super Jaime by mr. Doug Benson regarding oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and its effects
3: okay
0: so this yeah be weed this is the, can the be Russian used medicinally for everybody okay that's the way oh, uh, I'm like, this will be the first time I try vodka. Um, I'm
2: really
1: afraid of this. I am too. Yeah.
2: I'm actually very. What happened? Yeah,
1: well, you're doing the creamy drink last, and I'm like, I really hope I'm really praying for you, That's that. That. that's
0: what someone said to me. They were like, "Do not mix alcohol with uh, like dairy. That's a bad combination." And, yep, and you chose I've, to ignore that.
1: Which is exactly why I now, recommended it. This has the, the
0: heavy cream in it with the vodka yeah. and the kalua I don't know what kalua is but um vodka well, vodka didn't have a smell to it it's like is that is that a thing It's just like it's kind of like what you were talking about before water uh, joker with the
1: the uh, the yeah because i mean ever yeah yeah it's a, it's it's a similar thing i mean vodka sometimes i mean cheaper vodka will have a smell sometimes yeah like pop off or something i yeah. have yeah. i have
0: op- opulent Does that sound familiar to anybody?
1: Literally the word for rich? Are you trying to flex? No.
0: (laughs) This is what it says. Opulent Opulent vibe? Wow. Isn't it? All right. uh, I'm not rich if I'm buying nips. Um, Nips. Okay. Let's try this. Let's see how this goes. Drum roll. (laughs) It tastes like a coffee.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Kalu is coffee liqueur. I is a like a liqueur. Lot. It's a good one.
1: Yeah, it's really it's, good.
3: It's one of my favorites. Is, but like, like both Joe and Matter saying, like both Joe and Matter saying, you got to be careful of how you pair it. <laughs> yeah, don't
1: go too fast
0: on that, bud. Oh, I'm not gonna. I uh, believe me. I'm already okay. at a point where I'm slowing down. I have not finished either the the old fashioned or the horse necks, and I I know that I'm I need to take it easy. Um... Thankfully, for, thankfully uh, for me, my wife has already been blown up the air mattress downstairs for me, and nice. she's already taking care of the kid. She's going to take him to my mother's tomorrow morning, so I don't have to do that part, uh, and I'm just going to deal with what I deal with tomorrow during the day, during my actual birthday. Um, she's good to you, Joe. She is. Yes. I love my wife so much. She's awesome. Um, That's awesome. She, she's awesome. Uh, she's... Making sure that I'm behaving and um, not that I would, but she like took my keys away. The second I told her, like the nights that I was drinking, she's like, OK, we're going to hide these just because. But in all fairness, <laughs> at no point, even last night when I was gone, um, at no point did I say, hey, let's go for a ride or anything like that. Like I, I'm still nope. conscious enough to know that I, I like that's a bad idea. It's, it's not even – even if I didn't have my app that told me what my estimated blood alcohol content is or whatever, I know I, I'm, like, responsible enough to say, yeah, I'm going to sit down and not move, and that'll be that. <laughs> I I don't even I, – I give props to people who walk home drunk because I could – last night, I was, like, afraid to climb stairs. I was like, I'm not going to fall off of this <laughs> and break my neck because this is going to happen. And I would rather sit outside <laughs> till three a.m. with a dead fire pit and just, you know, I'd rather fall asleep in this chair. That was my that was my whole mindset. This is so good, and you guys have me scared now because I want to drink more of it. But uh, you guys no, got me thinking that something warm. bad It'll is be- going to happen if I drink it. Is this? Guy, are we talking about? <laughs> no. Are we be- talking be- about <laughs> me getting like wasted plastered? Or are we talking about me getting like pukey? Pukey.
2: No.
1: Dude, don't go back to the others. Don't yeah, just don't back. go back to the...
0: Oh, yeah! I wish I had known that. I would have drank more. <laughs> That's sad. Can I, okay, question. Here's a question. Can I put these already mixed, even though I did this before we started to save us time, can I put these mixed, like, covered in the fridge and they'll stay good till like, next weekend sure. or something? Sure. That's the other thing. I didn't know. I did not know until, like, last week that alcohol doesn't freeze and that you can put stuff in freezers and get it cold a lot quicker. That was cool to find out. Um, So I'm curious to know, like, what's – like, I know beer goes bad, but then I hear all this stuff about, like, whiskey is aged and this and that. So if I'm thinking, like, for my son, my son was born in 2020. If I buy him a cheap-ass, or not a cheap-ass, but a decent bottle of like whiskey now, and just put it back and give it to him when he turns 21, that'll be good, right, that aging in the thing? Or does it make a difference because it's in a bottle and not a barrel or whatever? Like, How's that shit
2: work? No, I think that would be fine, but um, any, any whiskey you buy is probably already aged a little bit anyway.
0: But yeah. it, it continues to age, though, right, if you just hold on to it?
1: Well yeah, I mean that's how time
0: works. Right. But I don't know if it makes a difference. Like at some point at some point it's just gotta like plateau, right? It hits like a stall where it doesn't really affect what does the aging actually do? Does it make it easier to drink, like smoother to drink, or is it well I I don't concentrate the flavor, I don't know what it does.
1: Well, when you when you age in a barrel, it takes on the flavor of the wood that the barrel is made of.
0: Okay, it's like smoking
1: like, alcohol almost. It's it's called oaking, and it's done a lot with wines. And, like, Aaron's from a really... My, my spouse is from a really um, cultured wine area. And there's, like, European oaked wine. There's American oaked wine. There's, you know, different... And the different types of wood and the different types give it different flavors. And it's all a matter of what you like. And, like... What I'm drinking right now, the Jim Beam Devils cut, allegedly, so the advertisements tell me, Mm -hmm. is that they take any remnant bourbon that is soaked into the wood, somehow get it out, and then re-age it in a large quantity. Okay. I don't know if that's true, but it tastes good. So,
0: so you know. This is tasting different now. I don't know if I just didn't mix it enough, but, like, the coffee alcohol concentration is, like, killing the cream part.
3: Ah, is that? It bad? could be the mixing situation.
0: I didn't know that I really had to mix it, so I wasn't prepared. I used. Did milk. you
3: serve it with ice?
0: No, I had everything in the fridge okay. for a long time. Okay. Is that bad? Uh,
3: no, I mean it could. It. I'm just asking because it could affect how things sort of congeal. You know what I mean? How things mix. <laughs> I had. I added. Words, I added yeah. ice to mine because the as it waters it down, it makes the alcohol flavor less intense that's what i learned
0: yesterday with the scotch so i had a 12 year mcallen and that and somebody told me he was like some people like to you know try to show how big their balls are because they just drink it straight up without ice and they'll break your balls for having ice or whatever he's like that's fucking stupid just drink it how you want to drink it um but he recommended to me to do it with ice and to kind of let it dilute it a little bit he's like it doesn't like affect how much the alcohol is because the alcohol stays the same. It just makes it easier to to put down, which in fact, I'd argue the dilution kind of
3: makes some of the, the sweetness pop more. Oh, true.
1: it activates the
0: flavor like they say in community.
1: Well, and I I would say too, especially in terms of a scotch, I like a nice, like a three fingers and then like with some water, not even necessarily ice because Mm -hmm. if, if you, if you get it, really cold it kind of changes the flavor profile yet again where you know if you just have it straight out of the bottle three fingers with some uh, some water in it what then three fingers? it's kind i'm of, sorry i'm stupid but what's it's three literally fingers? you put this much in the bottom put this at the bottom of your glass that's how much you have
0: okay is that is that just shorthand? Like okay. when you order something, you say, "I want three fingers
1: worth" or something. Correct, and then so they know how much you want. You can have right. two fingers of scotch, three fingers of scotch. Uh, three fingers is pretty common. Why
0: don't they put that part in movies? They don't ever say stuff like that in movies. They just I've seen like, that in movies. They give me like a double, and that I'm assuming is like what
1: was it? It was uh, it was Anchorman. He said, uh, "Oh, I'll have three fingers of Glen livid and some cheese."
0: I haven't watched that movie in so long. I should watch it again.
1: And then he had the cat poop there when he came back.
0: (laughs) Wow, it's been so long since I watched that movie. I don't even remember the cat poop thing.
2: Oh, I do. You eat the cat poop?
0: I will not eat cat poop. Okay. Now I remember. Now you remember. (laughs) Now I remember. The facts got that was the quote that I needed to hear. I will not eat cat poop. Okay. Um. We're at 102. We usually go for 110-ish, so we got a couple minutes to wrap up. What do you guys What should I know? What's what's bestow some alcoholic wisdom on me, each of you. Whatever <laughs> you feel like I need to know that you think other people might not tell me. Or what our listeners probably don't know. Something along that lines. I'm trying. Is it okay if I drink the water? Can I still go back to the the Russian after the yeah. water? You should drink yeah, some water. Yeah, drink that's it. what I, I was thinking. You know, White Russian. The the water is probably like the Captain America drink. It's pure. And I saw Black Widow sure. this weekend. It was good. If everybody wants to go see a yeah, good movie, it Black good. Widow was a good movie. The sister is the better of the the movie. She's like she's hilarious. It's really good. But they were Russian. Just like the White Russian I'm having now, and he is like the evil Captain America or something. I don't know what he was doing, but this I don't know. What was I saying? <laughs> Mathematics. Uh, question. Saying? I don't know what I asked. This is the episode called is... What was the
1: question? <laughs> that should be the name of the episode yeah, for sure. For I love that like you can tell that like the two Matt's and Joe are like, We've been drinking for a while. We're just kind of watching you like a zoo exhibit. I <laughs> yeah. I know. I am.
0: <laughs> That's what I am. It's like everybody got off the boat and they're like, Why are you still here? Like, what are you doing? Like it's it's peculiar to see someone standing here waiting for a cruise to come back and I'm well, just like hey man I'm I'm ready to go let's go everybody's like I got to work tomorrow so the
1: question was what should you know about drinking
0: that probably yeah. other people won't tell me like it was what's yeah. an observation you feel is like uniquely yours that's a way to frame it damn that was a good question for me right now
1: yeah
2: you want to take that joe uh yeah two things one there's probably a threshold where you need to get rid of your phone and any internet device, so <laughs> Yeah. say, and or do anything stupid.
0: I've tried that. I, I I turned the internet off on my phone before I started drinking because I was afraid. I don't know. I don't want to be like – I called yeah. my little sister. I don't know how I turned the internet back on, but I did. <laughs> and I called my little sister. Yeah. And I cussed her out for not coming to hang out with me and drink. But, um, And then yeah. my mom yeah. saw it, and it was really weird. But, okay, I'm sorry. Go. Go.
2: sorry Kelsey and the other thing would be um eat like that before, do uh, shit.
0: yeah.
2: oh no I, if you don't you have three margaritas on a Saturday at like 12 without eating lunch first and tell I, me you're not like, fighting I, with your wife
0: I, <laughs> I, I there's a, I, when I was telling you guys about how often I was drinking there was a night where I forget what it was I think it was this last Wednesday I had like a giant plate of chicken parm There's like two giant chicken breasts of chicken parm breaded, fried the nine yards, a giant thing of pasta with sauce and stuff. And then I had two Jack and Cokes after that, thinking that all that fucking pasta would absorb and I would be okay and stuff like that. No dice. It was a bad like that was that was me on the edge of tipsy going into drunk. And I like I I really thought it wouldn't have done anything because of all the chicken parm that I had. So I'm I, I don't know if I buy that. That's not bro science. That's legit. Well, I would say like I, I don't know if this is just because of like past
3: behave past stoner related behavior, but when I've gotten drunk and when I get drunk, I get munchy. Like I'm like I need to eat something mm-hmm. ridiculously yeah. unhealthy for me right now. Like I need like french fries. I need like drunk food. You know, popcorn, something usually something salty. Like mm-hmm. usually something really salty and fried, you know, which is why a lot of bar food becomes bar food. Cause I think a lot yeah. of, I think that's just a common craving people have. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Matt, do you have any recommendations to Jown or, or words of wisdom?
1: I do. Uh oh. And then if, if, if you're not enough, if you're not enough fun without drinking, you'll never be enough fun with it. That's true. Drinking is not a superpower, and a lot of people get messed up about that. Like, I'm Irish, German, and heavy. Like, I, it takes a lot for me to get drunk. I'm fine right now, and I've had two and a half. Mm. So, like, you know, it's just a, it's a social thing for me, but, like, I can go social without it, too. And it goes back to when you were talking about drinking at home. When I've drank at home by myself, it's a sad time. When I drink out with other people or at home with other people, it's a happy time. But I can be sad or happy at home or elsewhere without liquor, and I don't have to be dependent on it. And I think that's a distinction a lot of people miss. And I'm worried about your well-being and how safe you are, and so that's what I would recommend. It's a fun new toy, but it's just a toy. You can you can still, you know. Yeah, right.
0: Uh well I'm I definitely think this tonight is the the last time I'm going to be drinking for a little while I think I'm gonna I'm trying to institute a thing because I have a tendency to be I don't want to call it obsessive but bingy where I'll you know I'll find that new toy and that's all I'm kind of obsessed with for a while so like I got a smoker so I was smoking everything I was smoking briskets I was smol- smoking pulled pork I'm smoking burgers that kind of you know what I'm saying so like it's the same thing with this where this last week has been very boozy, and I feel like I'm drawing a line where I just want to go back to normal normalness for a little while and so it's a little bit more special when it does happen. Um, I've been doing summer as—I'm uh, not calling it this, but this is kind of how the way to describe it, summer of beer. So, like, beer, <laughs> whiskey. Whiskey was the one I wanted to try. This is a dude's drink, you know what I mean? Not that ladies can't have it. I'm sure plenty of them could drink me under the table, um, but it just feels like a dude's thing. And I wanted to have a whiskey and a steak for my birthday. That's that was what really kind of spurred the whole thing. But then I was like, sure. okay, if I'm doing that, I should probably have like some kind of beer first. That's like a first, a good way to kind of intro shit. I'm saving wine for the winter. I feel like that's an appropriate season to do that. Does anybody have? feelings about that i'm kind of looking forward to cider like hard cider in the fall that i think sounds like fun because i'm a big like halloween autumn fall kind of person and i think there's some stuff that i'm going to want to try there what to wrap up is there anything you guys feel about like seasonal drinking like how it should go is do i have a kind of good idea of what it should be or would you recommend something else
2: so there's actually, like, wines that kind of cover the spread of the year. Like, normally in the summer you would have, like, whites and rosés. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then later in the year you would go darker. And with beer, it's, it's kind of the same where, like, you would do lagers or lighter stuff in the summer. And then in the fall, winter, you would switch to, uh, like, stouts and porters. Um, my cat is running out. <laughs> that's
0: okay. Is My stomach is bubbling. That's fucking weirding me out. And that's oh. why I I'm, I'm think I'm stopping now.
2: That's another thing, too. I just, and this is super gross, so I'm sorry to say it, but I have to say it. Don't ever feel like you missed out on the years of drinking yeah. without having a lot of crazy poops and stuff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I learned that this morning.
2: Yeah.
0: That, so. was, that was a lesson I did learn, but I, I, I kind of figured that was it. But All right, so yeah, okay. If anybody doesn't have anything else about the
1: seasonal question, let me ask this.
0: I actually do. Hold oh, on.
1: Okay. Since you're into Halloween, try Oktoberfest beers.
0: I mm. wanted to, and somebody said it's not that great.
1: I mean, it's it. Here's the thing something's only as good as, like, you can oversell it.
0: It's I'm not going to say, like, sure.
1: Dude, it's it's amazing. You got to have. No, it's a beer, and it's pretty good, but yeah. it's different, and it's something seasonal you can get in on. So, you know. <sighs> and then I'd also recommend Meads um, Ooh, for the fall. Yeah. Okay, that's like that's like
0: Renaissance fair shit, right?
1: And not just because I mean we have a meadery around here that opens world or not worldwide, but um, year round. And you know they do lots of different flavors. They do some that are like cactus flavored around here, and like
0: difference between mead and beer and whiskey and wine. Like, why does it compare to that? So,
1: beer is is grains. It's it's like a a wheat drink. yeah. Um liquors and whiskies are are sugar based a lot of the time or corn based or potato based in the case of vodka. And then wine obviously grapes, but you can have cherry wine. You can, you know, you can have different other wines. And mead is the closest thing I can compare it to is it's a honey wine. It's honey based.
0: Okay.
3: It's really yummy. Really like really it. good. It's, sounds, it's kind yeah. of my drink of choice.
0: All right, that all right. So then, let's wrap up with this last question. You guys recommended drinks to me, and I'm very grateful because I liked all three of them. You know what I mean? Like I had, I had scotch yesterday for the first time, and I was not I, like I, it was smoother after the ice melted and all that shit. But I had much more of a, like a whiskey. I don't know if that's too different, but it, like I liked it. I couldn't drink the scotch straight up. The point is, I liked all three of the things that you guys recommended to me. So bravo to you three. Um, That was excellent. Um, So I'm just kind of curious to know if one of these three that you recommended is not your favorite drink. What is your personal favorite drink? And I'll start off because it, it's very easy for me. I've only had like four drinks total, like at the total, like types of drinks at this point. I'm a Jack and Coke or uh, excuse me, a rum and Coke. I had the, the Captain Morgan and Coke, and I'll tell you something. I could not taste the Captain Morgan at all. Maybe it's because I did it with vanilla Coke. I don't know. We don't know. We had had quite a few by that point, so whether or not I could taste it was irrelevant. But I really enjoyed it, and it was smooth, so I might try that again. But rum and Coke, oddly enough, the guy obsessed with Coca-Cola liked the rum and Coke. But, uh, so that's probably my, my, my drink of choice at the moment. This might change by the next time we do another episode like this. Uh, but I'm curious to know, what is your go-to personally if it's not one of these that you've recommended go
3: i used to be a rum and coke person and then i started to taste more and more of the super sweetness of the rum and so i switched over to like jack and coke or whiskey and coke and that's my usual go-to that's probably one of my favorites um especially if like i'm out and i go to do karaoke or something like i'm gonna order a jack and coke uh white russian is probably tied with that right now and it's it's good and I, I say, like it I'm just yeah. not
0: going to finish it cuz I the stomach, yeah the chemistry you, in my stomach is not yeah not, Dr. Frankenstein is cutting me off right we now. We want and to preserve like, the Dude.
3: chemistry in your stomach. We don't know what will happen. We don't know what we could create. <laughs> tonight. Olive garden was <laughs> probably a bad for idea th- for dinner. That's all I'm oh, going to say.
2: God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should definitely uh it sounds like a good idea to take a break. Um but I will I will say like I those picks are both also for me they're easy picks, they're easy to make. I don't have to like go too far out of my way, you know, to put them together. And there's a lot of versatility in terms of like how I can get the same the same effect with the ingredients. Like you know, if you're if you're worried about like the heavy dairy content, you can make a vegan white russian with like Almond milk or coconut milk. Very good with coconut milk, by the way. Yeah, but the I looking, recommend the,
0: that. the heavy cream stuff is really good.
3: It is good. It's it definitely delicious. good. But if you don't, if you want to avoid the
0: the potential catastrophes of of uh, mixing Probably cream, a long time your... to mention I'm lactose intolerant, or at least I think I am. But oh, it doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter because I had Ben and Jerry's this afternoon too.
1: So it, you know so that's it was... still
0: on me. Jesus. It's gonna be an exciting time at the Cosarco ranch tonight.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm praying for your toilet, brother. Yeah.
0: It's taking damage it's taken damage before. It'll it'll Yo, be... yeah.
3: Joe, what about you? Do you what what uh what would you say is a favorite drink?
2: Holy shit. I um <laughs> so I'm usually like I'm way too lazy to make cocktails at home ever. But one of my favorite things ever is to either be like exerted in the summertime and have a very cold crisp lager of any kind like cheap or be on a patio somewhere and have a nice lager or ipa and Bell Mm -hmm. too hard is probably like my favorite um but for atlanta i would say tropicalia because you know you can't let michigan have everything (laughs) Um, but yeah like a cold beer in the summertime and like talking to somebody Outside, that's like my.
0: It is Swiss nice. Sport. I liked my Arnold Palmer spikes. That was, I'm sure yeah. That, that's a basic white girl bitch. Like, that's no. you know, that's like that's that's the type of shit that like I probably shouldn't drink if I want to call myself a real man. But no, I like it. it. Uh, so. No, fuck that man. Just drink what you want.
2: <laughs> I I uh I order drinks with umbrellas if I'm on vacation and stuff. Oh and, my uh, god, oh,
0: I get to do that now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and guess what too slushies everywhere like that's the best too actually summertime drinking
1: is my favorite it doesn't matter what it is
0: I, I'm kind of excited to do jello shots at some point or another I'm not a fan of jello but I'm kind of I just it sounds fun
1: be careful jello shots are stronger than you think they're gonna be well yes. so
0: far everything has been stronger than I think it's gonna be it just whacks me 10 minutes later
1: well just be careful
3: okay Matt do you have any favorite drinks you want to recommend I do.
1: One of them involves a a story. You and I were in a bar together, Rainwater in Georgia. Mm, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh, Was that Murphy's Law? No. Well, I think it was at one. Yeah. But then we ended up in some other bar. You you weren't a drinker at that point in time, so I was just basically dragging you around to be an alcoholic. (laughs) I ate Um, some
3: good curry fries, though.
1: You did. That's true. Um, But my favorite shot is probably Sambuca. Okay. It's an opaque white liquor, uh, that looks like a white Russian and it tastes like, uh, like anise or like, a um, like black licorice kind of flavor. Um, so that's a favorite shot of mine. My favorite drink going out because I'm too cheap to buy the ingredients is a Long Island iced tea that has Mm. like four or five different types of liquor in it. Um, you know, if they make a good one, And then just, um, I guess, favorite beers, Bell's Oberon uh, is probably my main summer drink or a fat tire by New Holland. Uh, And then, let's see, I would try a Mai Tai if I were you. Me? Yeah. 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 Is
0: that an Asian drink?
1: Well, it's like a a Hawaii kind of a...
0: How is sake? Sake
1: i like it, sake it's good it's traditionally drank warm yeah um it's it's comparable to vodka but it's a rice alcohol
0: what does it mean it's a rice that i want chinese food is that usually something people want when they've had too much that yes. pairs
3: well with alcohol
0: i sure. I'm really jonesing for some sesame chicken right now
3: yeah that would Very go warm. really
0: good with a drunk go uh, really good with the buzz. I mean, there's not much going on, and they deliver. So, yeah, yeah. It is my birthday. I can eat whatever I want. Well, tomorrow's my <laughs> birthday, but we're almost there, so fuck it. Well,
1: and, and happy early birthday, while Thank I have you. you. I'm not.
0: Yeah. I. I'm not still saying it over and over again just for the happy birthdays. I'm just using it as a verbal excuse to let myself do whatever the fuck I want this weekend. Sure. And... Well, nevertheless, happy birthday, Joe. Well, yeah. thanks. You rub it in my face that I'm like half dead. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. You could only be quarter dead. You don't know that. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to live that long. I eat terribly. You've seen my Instagram.
2: Anyway. Yeah. Do I eat vegetables? Huh? Do you eat vegetables?
0: Yeah. We had potatoes last night. It was uh, French fries and okay. corn. Yeah. And corn. I like the, I, the green. The more green it is, the less likely I am to have it. Although, I am a giant fan of broccoli. But well, I, broccoli's is a good one. I'm I'm a yeah. different person when it, it comes to broccoli because most people like the leaf part. I like the stems. That is done? unusual. Yes, you can make. Uh, have you ever had
3: broccoli broc- broccoli crunch salad? No, mm. I don't think I
0: could eat that much broccoli unless no. there's a lot of cheese involved. I like it. It's one of my okay. jams.
1: I would say get some greens, Joe, too. Just while we're on the topic.
0: Yeah. Tonight?
1: No, no. I mean just in general, like going forward.
0: Oh, no, I try to. I try to work greens in. I try to do broccoli. I do some spinach. Um, I. I don't know if sweet spinach potato, is a good one. I don't know if sweet potatoes are better than regular potatoes. Uh, I mean, sweet probably lends it the wrong direction, but I. <laughs> I like sweet potatoes. I like regular potatoes. I like corn. I know corn's not technically supposed to be all that great for you. Um, <laughs> it's not.
3: It's not. I mean, it's it's fine.
0: I don't have corn's kale. Fine. I've never had kale. I don't think I will ever have kale. It's just... You are. You're dead. Nobody. Nobody likes
3: kale. Nobody likes kale. So so nobody wants
0: <laughs> it. What <laughs> I
3: would suggest. What I would suggest is something
1: like mustard greens, perhaps. Ooh, mustard? yep. Thank you. Are hamburgers. No, 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 like mustard greens, though. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. man. i got to get you to the south, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Listen, when we were in Savannah, all I did was fucking get hamburgers from J.O.'s. Like, that's that's the extent of my southern cuisine. The line for Paula Deen's was too long, and I did, I've did i had- Oh, Paula Deen's so not was good like, anyway. Why? No.
1: Like <laughs> real, real southern food does not come from Paula Deen's. It comes the
0: collards,
3: from yeah, the
1: collard
0: greens
3: at at Paula Deen's restaurant, like half of it was just butter. Like it was, that's, it was okay. a vegetable and only name. And here in
1: here in Detroit, we have we have really good soul food too. So that's my like taste of the South, where I can get good greens, or like from friends who have cookouts. Oh well, yeah,
0: I mean I have a lot of
1: tomatoes. Does that count? Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, well it's a fruit, but it's on the right direction.
3: I, it's hilarious to me that like this is the episode where we get Jow drunk, but we're having an intervention with him about <laughs> vegetables.
1: <laughs> That's how you can tell we're like drinkers in our thirties, like kinda of making turkeys still. You know, okay.
0: no, no. Let's not intervene on the, the drinking thing and try and talk him out of it. Let's try and get him to eat. Let's let's Less yeah. eat sugar and and bread and have... A Joe, we think meal. you're not
3: eating enough vegetables. <laughs> goddamn it! I'm not. I'm not.
0: You're I more. really. I don't care. I mean, part of me cares because I want to live long to see my kid. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. things like that weigh on me. Like, but then. No, I it's think... hard.
3: Not not everybody's into a salad. I love. No. I personally love eating salad. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I don't know why, it. but it's like something that i just i grown to like lettuce but i also understand like it's not a it's not a flavor other people may get it's
2: not a flavor
0: period it's it's water in like a physical form that's not ice that's what lettuce
2: is iceberg lettuce sucks but there's also like spinach and romaine and like like yeah Yeah. romaine's
3: really good
0: yeah
2: no i mean it's a green leafy green yeah it's a green yeah yeah okay
0: Anyway, Midnight at the Spaghetti Factory. Um, this episode will be out Wednesday, and then next week we'll have another episode. Well, that's usually how episodes work. They, they come out every week. Um, I want to thank you gentlemen for coming on and hooking me up thank with these things because these were fun. Um, this is, you know, and this is the real thing, and this is what I kind of want to wrap it up, the, the art of cocktails. I think the, the point of... Even just drinking, because drinking lowers inhibitions and that kind of stuff. The whole point of it is that you want to make memories with friends, people you care about, your loved ones, without going too far that you're, like, fucking up your life, hurting people or hurting other people. So tonight was a lot of fun for me, and this was a memory for me, and I'm blessed that I get to have it recorded and post it on the internet to get me canceled at some point in my famous future or <laughs> something. maybe I said something too bad. I don't know, but it's a memory for me and it's fun. Um, and I'm, so I'm very grateful. And I thank you gents for coming on and rocking these fucking awesome drinks that now I can go to a bar and I can kind of show off that. I know some shit to some people that don't expect it. If they don't listen to this podcast, they'll think I'm like, cultured somehow i don't know um but these were good i the the problem i'm afraid of i'm assuming that the white russian and the old-fashioned are pretty standard drinks that i could get anywhere at, at any bar i'm a little skeptical that the horse neck would be something that a bartender would recognize but maybe they would if they're worth their their salt or their sugar rim whatever um is is that a thing where like you can go and ask a bartender for a thing and they don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you have to explain it to them?
1: Just be prepared if they if it's a regional thing, you may have to explain it to them.
2: I just yeah, it that
0: hard. It was bourbon and ginger ale.
2: And well, there you go. I'll throw out too. It depends on where you are. If you're at a dive bar, probably not at all.
0: You're yeah, just serving beer on tap or something, and that's it. Yeah, like
2: yeah. you know, dive bar would just be like, oh, just give me like a White Russian or whatever. But like, um, if you go to like an actual cocktail place too, they might know it. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, we're gonna wrap this episode up, and I'm gonna tease that in a future episode we're gonna come back. We're gonna do the Art of Cocktails Part Two, and what'll probably will happen, hopefully, is, uh, that I am not like a crazed alcoholic or anything like that, but. I either I will come up with my own cocktails and pitch them to these guys to drink mm-hmm. or I will discover cocktails that already exist that maybe they don't know about that's that's my hope and I can reverse okay. reverse episode on them uh, as cool. a thank you which I think might be fun um I
3: think that would be fun
0: yeah but it's gonna take a little while before that happens so don't let anybody go looking for it next month <laughs> um, anyway. Thank you for tuning in. If you're still listening to this, God bless you. You are a trooper. Um, there's not much art really going on in this episode, I think. But um, This is performance art. What are you talking about?
2: It's not, who's performing? Um, <laughs>
0: um, but pick up your pads and pencils and do your art. You should do it. It's good. All right, guys. I. Good night. I'm going to stop talking. i got to stop talking. Joe, thanks for coming. Matt, thanks for coming.
1: Yeah, Thank thanks for coming. <laughs>